Welcome everyone to Here Come the Sequels. Every week we analyze a different installment in a popular film series, trying to get a clear idea of how the series has progressed over time. I'm Tyler. And I'm a Rooster Illusion. I mean, I'm Alex. And this week we're continuing our series of the Transformers movies. So, oh. take it away with, with what we're dealing with this week. Yeah, we're, we're dealing with Revenge of the Fallen. Mm -hmm. uh, it's from 2009. Obviously, it's directed by Michael Bay. Um... So, according to the Rotten Tomatoes scores, it has a 19% critics rating, which, believe it or not, is not the lowest score from them that we'll see from a Transformers movie. Woo! And then a 58% for the audience score, which, once again, is not the lowest score we will see Woo! for a Transformers movie. <laughs> I, this is easily the worst for me. Yeah, no, it's not It's not even... Uh, once again, not I was, easily... no, no, let's, let's throw out the disclaimer that if you love this movie, if you really enjoy it, that's fine. Yeah. We're yeah. not trying to insult you, say you're stupid or anything. Uh -huh. That's that's cool. But we're, we're just presenting our opinions. So. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. Um, no, I don't... I mean, you go ahead and present your opinion on it. Um, jump in. Everything that was wrong with the first movie... I mean, if you haven't seen that episode, go back and watch the first one. Um, everything that was wrong with that is like times a hundred for this one and then all the good stuff is just i don't know it's made worse yeah there's not as much good stuff yeah it's a lot more bad stuff yeah and even the stuff that we that we really liked in the first one is just kind of pushed to the side mm -hmm. or it's just made worse mm -hmm. um yeah this is my least favorite of all of these uh -huh. I, I don't know what do you, what do you think Tyler? yeah I'm, I'm the same way um i just <laughs> <laughs> It's really bad. It's really, really bad. And the first time I saw this, I saw it in IMAX. So I was a little more, you know, the, the, seeing anything in IMAX is going to up your up the way you feel about it a little bit. Just because, yeah. you know, it's a big experience. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... it. Watching it, again, this time around was uh, a, a chore, I guess, if you want me to put yeah, it. Yeah. It, it, was, it, felt say, like, it felt like we were doing work. Yeah, I will say it was very entertaining to, to pick it apart and just... Well, kind of for maybe it. like the first half of it, then this <laughs> goes on way too long. Okay, so let's start off with your favorite thing about the movie, if you can find something, and your worst thing about the movie. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> favorite thing about the movie? Um. Uh... <laughs> what did I say? The first one I said, the Sam Michaela stuff. Yes. Which is worse than this one. Yeah. I would say, because it makes less sense. Yeah. Um. I, I think I think I just gotta stick with Shia LaBeouf and or the score. But again, we we talked about last time the score. Saying that's, that's kind saying of the cheat. score is kind of, is kind of a cheat because it, yeah, it's completely unrelated from the movie itself. So yeah, yeah uh, I'd probably go with Shia LaBeouf just yeah. in general. Even though he gets like even less to do somehow yeah. for yeah, this one. Exactly. Or, uh, 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 what's your what's your worst thing? Uh, <laughs> Everything else. Um, there is I want. I feel like a lot of the shots do get worse. Last time for Transformers 1, I said that the cinematography was the the worst thing for me. And I feel like a lot of the shots do get worse, but there are some more... Some there there There's one specifically, really, one sit, like scene situation that I remember that I really enjoy. So I won't, I won't go so far as that. Yeah. But, um... Because that... that is it, that kind of balances out so that I feel about the same about it this in this movie. Um hmm I there's so many things to pick from. I probably <laughs> go with I almost want to go with just the runtime. 
as your it's, worst thing? Yeah. yeah, it's just so unnecessary. You, you took my answer. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Did you say that for the last one yes. too? Okay, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I said I'm pretty sure I'm going to make this my worst for all of them. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll try to come up with something else. Yeah. yeah. But continue. Yeah, I mean, and that's it's just, and we'll get into this. There's so many plot things that just drag it on for the sake of dragging it on. Where everything, where this happened a lot in the last one, it happens even more in this one. It's even more obvious that they don't they're just throwing stuff together they don't know what they're doing this happens a lot where you have a movie that has a lot of problems with it but it's financially successful Uh and then the second one they give the creative people carte blanche like I'm thinking Batman Forever to Batman and Robin although (laughs) I know personally for both of us Batman Forever is not a terrible movie I mean, it's not great. Not yeah, good. No, but all the bad stuff in that is multiplied yeah, exponentially yeah, yeah, for, for Batman and Robin. Say so, the same amount. Uh, uh, the Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode One. It, it a lot of people have problems with it, mm-hmm. but but it still made a lot of money, and I guess George Lucas felt vindicated. Yeah, by, yeah, by the box office results, and he's like, okay, now I can just do whatever I want for the second one, and then we got Attack of the Clones, which. <laughs> spoilers for a future series possibly if we ever get around to the Star Wars movies but uh, th- that's probably our least favorite of all of them yeah definitely <laughs> and it's terrible oh, it's so bad. But, and I mean I, I was about to say you could almost say the same thing about Batman and Batman Returns I know that's that's a whole other subject and we'll try and get to those eventually at some point as well but the once it, again we're try- we're not trying to step on anybody's toes yeah, if yeah. you like any of the yeah. movies that were bad mouthing that's, that's fine <laughs> Bat mouthing. Oh my god! <laughs> no, um, the I we we're not huge fans of the original Batman, but there are a lot more problems in in Batman Returns that we personally find pretty hard to deal with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's it, that that does happen a lot where it's it's you get the feeling that the second one they were like, eh, sure, we'll just let them loose and it'll, the same thing will happen. And it does not. It'll make money no matter what. So who cares? Yeah. We can do whatever we want. I guess, I guess a lot of it's probably a laziness factor, too, where it's like, this works well, and it's easy to come up with. Specifically with this one, it's dealing with the writer's strike. Yeah, so yeah that's true. Orsi, Kurtzman, uh, I guess I should go ahead and say that since I didn't talk about that in the last one. Uh, the writers for this were Roberta Orsi and Alexander Kurtzman. Mm-hmm. And a, a third guy, Aaron Kruger, who wrote... <laughs> he, he He's a solo writer for the next two movies, so whatever. We'll talk but, about him. But they had, they had to deal with working around the writer's strike to try and get the script done. Mm-hmm. And based based on what it sounds like, they had like a first draft, and then Michael Bay just did what he could with it. Yeah, yeah. But it, it feels like he inserted a lot of his the Michael, Michael Bay, Bay factor yes. is yes, exactly. very present. In this exactly. Movie. It's some. It's it's more present here than any of the other ones. I'd say. Yeah. It's probably the most Michael Bay movie ever. <laughs> if I guess. Okay. Okay. So my favorite thing. Did, did I even have a favorite thing? Um, I think you said Shia LaBeouf last time as well. Yeah, but I don't want to cheat and just steal your answers. <laughs> the soundtrack, not 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 Steve Jablonski's score, the soundtrack That's itself, because yeah. it, it has stuff stuff that I enjoy. Um, I think it has a no, it has a Cavo song. Not many people know about Cavo, but I, I like them. Uh, I think it has a Taking Back Sunday song. Just alternative <laughs> bands from like the the early mid two thousands. Yes, that that yeah. range. Like, yeah. Although it has a Nickelback song. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and warn everyone. When I talk about music, I, Nickelback is a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. So I, I feel... a bad rap, I think. I, I feel bad when everybody <laughs> starts making fun of Nickelback. And I'm like, but I kind of like them. There's been a, a Nickelback backlash backlash recently <laughs> on the internet. You know, you, you see a lot of people talking about that where it's... They, uh, 
everyone hated them for a while, and now I mean, now you're starting to see people say, "Oh, they're not that bad," and then bash the people who are bashing them. And I don't, whatever. I don't bash anyone on the that internet. Subject. Is a strange place. Oh, the, uh, anyway. it also has a Green Day song. Yeah, yeah, and uh, of course, I, I'm forgetting the main, Lincoln Park. The main song, yeah. yeah, yeah, New Divide, which is I, I think yeah, I like excellent it song. I do, I do. Still has that. nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> Jeez. None of the songs have anything to do with the movie other than this is probably something that the characters might listen to, I guess. (laughs) Sure. But uh, that's that's probably my favorite thing. I have a lot of the songs on on my iTunes stuff, so. Mm -hmm. Um, Worst thing. Took the runtime. Dang it. Um, Probably every single unnecessary side character in this movie. Leo, Sam's roommate. John Turturro, again. The, the two racist stereotype robots, Mudflap and Skids, I, I think yeah, those are their yeah. names, and the, the tiny little robot who's humping Megan Fox's leg, <laughs> and Jetfire, and just all of them. Hate them all. Dwight. Oh, God. We'll get to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rain Wilson from The Office, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hate it all. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, hate it yeah, all. Yeah. Oh, let's go ahead and get into this. Just general discussion. Okay, we've been keeping a, a, a ratio of how many jokes work in yeah. these movies, yeah. and we got it for all four of them. The first one was one out of every five jokes lands. Yes. Yeah. This one is probably one out of ten. Yeah. It's, there are so many jokes where you, you and I just looked at each other like, oh. That was, we're that supposed was to, humor. We're, we're supposed to laugh now. Uh-huh. That's the response that Michael Bay is expecting from us. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> uh-huh. no, yes, definitely. And that's that's the whole thing is that like a lot of, and it's it's all very weird just in general. Like like it's just it's not just it's like weird. The characters are in the situation and they just happen to be saying something funny. It's like no, we have to take our minds off the plot and look at this thing off to the side and, and, and look at this weird thing like the dogs humping uh-huh. at his house. Oh yeah, yeah, good stuff. And meanwhile, the mom's freaking out and she's got her his little shoes from when he was like a baby or whatever. And, <laughs> What is going on? The parents are another side character. That God, they, they, are we'll ten, they are ten um, times worse in this movie. Yeah, again, every, every problem gets made worse. And I was going to say, too, like... And this this was obviously a, a factor in the, the first one. We're just kind of reiterating it. That all of these... A lot of these jokes are very, like, adult-ish jo- I mean, they're, it's it's immature, but it's... It's like it's, if it's, every joke in this movie was the masturbation joke in the first movie. A little bit. Not quite that bad, but it's close. It's close. Um, <laughs> 18 inches of meat that's yep. all I'll say yep. Yep. Um, Leo is a terrible character get to him too <laughs> got lots to get to this week but no just just in general um, it's it's baffling because these this is not you know like like a lot of people talk about the Star Wars prequels and they say oh this is ridiculous because it was supposed to be made for kids which is a fine argument I guess and, and that's probably what the I'm sure that's what the studios were going for, but I mean, the original Star Wars are, are, are kind of an all-age thing. Like, there's, yeah. and there's some dark moments in some of those. Yeah. Like, that, that, like you, can, you can make those more for, but this, the Transformers series, and I know there, again, there are a lot of adults who do like the Transformers yeah. as, a, as a concept in the series and all that stuff, like the older cartoon stuff. Yeah. A lot of people who like them, but this is a series that was created out of a series of action figures. Yeah. I could be wrong on this, but I, I think that's the, yeah. that's the correct history is that there was a series of action figures called the Transformers. They made a series about them to sell more Transformers. Yeah. So it's 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 all about the children and the toys and creating cool new Transformers to sell. In the but, animated movie in the 80s, which is apparently a, a lot better yeah, than Yeah, we have any not watched that. Maybe we should have included it, but... They purposely kill off most of the main Transformers within like the first 15-20 minutes. 
in order to introduce new ones that will then be sold as new <laughs> toys. And it's much better, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Although, apparently, that movie's like an hour and a half. So I that, mean, the, that the, There you go. Um, <laughs> and there's no humans. I think it's all in space. Interesting. I, I'm just I, saying. Yeah. Could, could it work for this one? Yeah. Um, no. Although, this movie made ridiculous money. So what do we the, know? Yeah. It's one of the highest grocers of 2009. Um, Might be the highest. I think this and um, Harry Potter 6 were... Was, it, I, was Avatar not 2009? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That's not right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, kind of, because it was late 2000. Whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, just just generally, it's it's this immature humor that... Why is this trying... Why is this in a movie that should... Before, like most other movies, that should really be geared towards, you know, you know, kids and like the, the younger audience that's really going to go out in droves and buy these toys. Like yeah. what... It just blows my mind that this is what he's trying to do with it and make it like this weird immature adult humor thing um we'll, we'll cover some of the, the more interesting details of that later yeah but yeah I don't know it's, it's, <laughs> where do you want to go with this next where are we going to start um I would say probably I mean I, I guess I guess let's let's first just talk about talk about some of this weirdness that we're talking about and, and the fact that there are many more examples in this one than there were in the last one of Michael Bay's strange stuff. Um, first, first thing, just just kind of connecting the thing I was talking about the amateur humor stuff. Rain Wilson, uh, he shows up as a professor at at Shia LaBeouf, an astronomy school. professor. Yeah, and he says literally every line out of his mouth is some sort of very like blunt sexual innu- innuendo or weird creepy comment. Innuendo is giving you too much. Credit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> He the, what's the first line? He he bites an apple and drops it, and, and then it, like, says, lands on his foot and it, and it rolls over. And there's a bunch of hot freshmen sitting up yeah. front, and like one of them grabs it and mouths, "Thank you." <laughs> and he's like, "Finish that for me." Yeah. So it's like, what? What? And then he's and then he's talking about like the star, the constellations. It says Virgo, the Virgin, and then all the girls start looking at each other. Yeah, there's like, like there's like a, a, a like sexual tension look between and, two girls. Like, oh, oh, and the yeah. weirdest part is, I mean, Rain Wilson. He's not a terrible looking dude. He's not like no. ugly, but he's not like he's not the guy you cast as like the the sex you know professor guy that like is is the one that every all the freshmen obsess over because he's so hot. Like he's he's wearing like a scarf too, and like there's all this weird stuff going on with him in that scene. And uh, is that the worst scene of the movie? Maybe. I'm thinking either that or uh, pot brownies. Yeah, that, that's actually exactly what I was thinking as well. Um, so, so Sam's mom <laughs> somehow gets a hold of pot brownies and she just starts eating them and they tell her, hey, stop doing that. And she's like, it's my cheat day. I'll do whatever I want. And why do I like these people? <laughs> they're, they're so, they lack self-awareness and they're just dumb. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the parents are probably... I, maybe I should have put the parents in my worst problem because they're just they're useless and the worst part about it is they end up getting wrangled into the uh, conclusion of the movie with the fight scene where all the Transformers are like fighting in the desert like and it ends up not really amounting they to don't anything. they're not there for any reason they're not they don't aren't there as like a hostage the, like I guess the they, idea is that like okay so Sam and Michaela they're running through the desert they're trying to get to Optimus's corpse so they can resurrect him yeah and uh, they get spat out of one of the Decepticons and they're just there. I guess it's just to stop them. But and then all the Decepticons. Yeah, like, 
surround them. Because the, that's the thing is the Decept- There's there's all these scenes with them in, in Paris, right? Yeah. Is this the right movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, with the, they're in Paris. And all these movies bleed together. Yeah, and, and and they're like on a vacation, and we get like one scene, and the, I can't remember what the joke was. There's a joke that is, that I thought was funny at the time. I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, but then they like come back, and then there's another like three jokes they try to do that don't work, and then the Decepticons attack and capture them and then they don't show up again until the end of the movie where they're in the entire final battle but it's not like they're being held ransom or hostage or anything but they're just there like they're just it's like why they accomplish nothing by being part of the plot and they they try to do a a arcing thing where it's they have to let him go because he's going off to college it doesn't work it's dumb no it's not we don't get enough of the parents to care about that, but well, we get I way too I much. I don't like them. Yeah, but I was going to say, we get, so I don't care we get about way their too much to appreciate their existence in the movie. I don't care about their feelings. I don't think their son cares about them very much. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> um, terrible. No, it really is. Uh, other weirdest. His, his roommate you mentioned. Oh, Leo. Yeah. Uh, the, re- re- the real effing deal dot com. <laughs> That that really says yeah, it all, doesn't that's, it? That's that's and that's part of it is that you know Shia LaBeouf has this roommate and he just happens to be this dude who runs like a well well he so he happens to be this dude who runs like a, a website about the Transformers. Well, actually they, they find all sort they they do scoops on the and internet find about like alien activity, which is now Los Angeles, as we talked about last mo- or last episode. That, the, the first movie they refer to it as Mission City, which we did What's not a, look it up at all because we're lazy. We but. probably should have <laughs> done that, but it, it's just weird because they they. It's a weird disconnect type yeah. thing for us because we don't we're not from California. So yeah, yeah. Um, but no, and and so his roommate just happens to be running like this dedicated like website with like several heavy and the two guys and... on the two guys that are part of his website just happen to be living like their rooms are together, but their room is already like all laid out. There's yeah, with, soda with like just this giant like yeah, it doesn't look anything like a college dorm, and they it's just have like so bizarre. I don't know what's happening there. And and, and yeah. then like all of their dialogue is terrible. Yeah, and and then what kind of tool are you? <laughs> That's how kids talk these days, right? You need to stop sucking the sack. What sack? The the nut sack. And it's just, it's like, <laughs> what? It's it's terrible. No, I agree. It's and, just and, terrible. Uh, and but and I oh, say I say, and then Leo used to sell kitten calendars and oh, they make that a plot <laughs> point. That's how not he, a plot point, but like a. Oh wait, what? That, that that's how, that's something? how he. No, no, that's just how he started. He started selling kitten calendars. Oh yeah, yeah. And then later, when Shia LaBeouf's losing <laughs> his mind, he points out his going kitten calendar, kitten, kitten calendar. He's <laughs> like, knocking them all off the shelf. Is what is what? We were constantly just going. What is going on? And like I say, conveniently, he's he's running like the most dedicated server in this conspiracy that I guess isn't really conspiracy about the Transformers but that never comes goes anything no, no, no. does it like, I'll raise you one better in terms of conveniences John Turturro's character just happens to be his competition and is also hacking oh, yeah. him for information that's where it comes in yeah 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 because then he finds yeah um yeah why who cares <laughs> and and I will say Leo's the only I think the, the only thing we else we need to say about Leo well there's there's one point I'll make later but the only other thing we need to say about Leo is his, is for us his shining line which you mentioned a second ago that he's he's walking around with some pizza and and, <laughs> and he's, he's trying he's trying to flirt with the girl who's secretly a transformer yeah, she's secretly yeah. a Decepticon 
That doesn't make any sense because we've never seen a Transformer who can turn into a human and fake skin. That makes because no that, sense. That, why and, no, would they, and nobody ever does it again. Why would they not use that and be like, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, be, sneak in as animals, like actual animals? Because like we see like a, a giant scorpion Transformer in the first one. Yeah. It doesn't look anything like a scorpion realistically. It's just a giant metal scorpion. Yeah. We see a giant metal cat in this one. That's the same thing. Yeah. We see a giant metal bird later in the series, too, and it's like... Well, giant metal dinosaurs, you know. Yeah, that's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, what are... The, why are they... Why is this one able to... Tra- whatever. It breaks the logic of how the Transformers work, yeah, and it the, just baffles yeah, us. Yeah, that's just stupid. But um, she also doesn't have a trans... Or a Decepticon panel. How, like, what, <laughs> she have a how tattoo, we, like a trans su- stamp. <laughs> how are we supposed to tell if she's good or bad? Yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, so he's trying to hit on her, and he's carrying this, this pizza, and he's like, it's got all the topping, what, what's the exact line? He, he, he starts listing off all the meats, and he's like, basically, it's 18 inches of meat. Well, he says, basically, I've got 18 oh, yeah, inches yeah. of meat. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. It's just terrible. <laughs> Why is this in a... My, my favorite part is after they transport to the desert, and Megan Fox lands in his lap. And he's like, oh my god, you have such a pretty face. This would be the greatest moment ever if you hadn't just landed on my testicles. Please get off. And what is that? I forgot about that. What What? What are we going... Are we supposed to laugh? Uh, any yes. part of that? Yes. All of it? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? With, I, whatever. Basically, there's lots, of, there's lots of side characters that are stupid like that. And John Turturro continues to just be like... A, a guy who should be funnier. He does. He does have some nice stuff towards the end. That's that's funny with his his uh one man uh betrayed by his country. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like. See, I'd be fine with it because I like the idea of okay, he used to work for the government. He knows all the stuff, and he's kind of addicted to it. Yeah. And he's kind of yeah. That's nice. He's that's, slightly that's crazy. Fun. I like I like that he is crazier in this movie, so that it's it's a little more like okay, he's just playing like a crazy dude, and it. It, it well, makes... like, why not just have it be he's kept in contact with Sam? Why do we need the Leo character to lead him to John Tudor? It Once again, <laughs> just like the first movie, so much could be streamlined. Just Definitely. things could be connected a lot um, better. And we could make it not two and a half hours. <laughs> why, oh God, is this movie two and a half hours? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. I can tell you how it is. I can tell you what they did, and we'll get to that to make it two and a half hours. But okay. as far as why, let's get to the the thing that we loved most about the first well, movie and I, how much they screwed it up. I got I got one more okay. point to make though. Okay. Um. The John, John another John Turturro line, probably the most possibly the most famous from this movie, is the uh, "I am directly under the enemy scrotum." Oh, where, where he's he's trying he's under the giant devastator Decepticon thing, and it's got the wrecking balls, and it has two wrecking balls, it's supposed to be balls, and uh, supposedly that is not a Michael Bay idea. That was one of the screen. That's writers. what that's what I was about to say. <laughs> he uh, or the so you you mentioned that there's a third screenwriter Aaron on Kruger. this, yes. yes, and he ends up writing the next two movies solo, yeah. And he is apparently responsible for that line. Apparently. I did a little bit of research because I wanted to figure out how the script, yeah, script writing process was written, for Just because it's so baffling. Yeah. And, and a, 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 one of them, Orsi or Kurtzman, I remember, one of them claimed that he came yeah. up with that. And so, then Michael, um, Michael Bay immediately was like, I want that. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, of course he was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's... Uh, 
that's an interesting thing that I wanted to point out because we'll we'll talk more about the other two movies and their how those work out with with him as as the head writer. Um, but yeah, just just another baffling thing in this movie. Um, so you're saying get no, no 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 I got one more John Turturro. Oh moment. oh gosh, we keep remembering they, they get don't to the Smithsonian. Stop. He takes off his pants and, and he's wearing the the, the Sector Seven jockstrap thing <laughs> and. And they show his ass like full on, and it's just. <laughs> no, I should. There are children watching this and, movie. I should go ahead and clarify. We probably should have said this last time. We keep laughing when we bring up these lines and weird moments. It's not because they're funny. It's because it's we're shocked that they're in this movie. It's, it's not because they're funny in the sense that we're like, okay, that made me laugh. It's because they're funny in the sense that, like, what the crap were they thinking? Yeah. Um. And then they they even question him. They're like, "What what is that?" And he's like, "Oh, I, I'm I'm in a funk. It's what I do." And he's listing off like famous baseball players. That yeah. do. He's like, "Who thought this would this would <laughs> strike be, with audiences? Who thought this was a good idea? Mm-hmm. That should be the title of this movie: Transformers. Who thought <laughs> this was a good idea? Good Lord. Um, okay, so the Sam Michaela relationship. Yes. They pretty much screw it up in this movie. I mean, they don't. It's it's not even like. There's no. They don't do anything with yeah. it. Like it, it they okay. they try to do something with it, but it ends up never getting off the ground. They have two separate conflicts that they're dealing with with their relationship. And let, let's go ahead and say, <laughs> if you haven't seen the, the first episode, we actually like Sam and Michaela in the first movie. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's not it's not spectacular, but it's fine. I think I think I said it was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I could be wrong with that, but because it's yeah. fine in a yeah. movie where everything else is just <clears throat> so substandard. Uh-huh. And Megan Fox is not terrible. No, like she's not, not nearly as bad as Yeah, um, she's fine. But the two conflicts they have in the movie: one is he is moving to a college on the East Coast. They live in California, I believe. And she's like, "I'm, I'm breaking up with you because it's going to be long distance and and whatever." But it's supposed to be like a joke. Yeah, I guess because she's because like, she's like, "I'm breaking up with you, Sam," and and he goes, "Oh, really? You almost sounded serious that time." And it, <laughs> what am I supposed to take away from that? Yeah, like, because... Are they together or are they not? That comes out several more times. Yeah. But it never goes anywhere. And then they never follow it up. After, like, the first act of the movie, they never bring it up again. Because then the... Well, we should say that that gets kind of dropped after the the Transformer uh, seduces Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) um, Yeah. And then uh, attacks them all because they barge in on them. And then... Which which I don't understand why it wouldn't just be, like... the Transformer hears the door opening and then she like withdraws her metal tail and then gets off him and then it's like oh and and then she you know that drives Megan Fox away from Shia LaBeouf so that they can corner Shia LaBeouf better I don't know why they don't do something with that I don't know what the purpose of their being of this Transformer being human is because then the Transformer just proceeds to attack him and it just turns into like a Transformers an- another fight with a Decepticon that uh, Bumblebee ends up helping out in, right? Is I forget how it gets no. off. Uh, the... Megan Fox crashes it into a oh, yeah. street yeah. pole. Yeah, that's right. And then runs over it because apparently a car can murder a transformer. Yeah, totally. And it wouldn't ruin the tires totally. driving over a giant metal thing. Correct. With a or million, like with a million sharp moving yes. parts. Correct. Uh, and then, but then in the middle of that, uh, Sam's like, Sam explains to her to, to Megan Fox that. Uh, she seduced him and like it, it, whatever, and so then that never comes up again. Or that that does come up one more time, 
later that I don't feel like getting into right now, but like it, it's it's that's like the farthest that goes. Yeah. Like it's it's it, they they reference it one more time in like a joke. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, why did they talk about all this? Why was the robot trans or the transformer lady in here? Because that just wasted like twenty minutes of screen time with like setting up the whole party scene between Sam and her and Bumblebee driving them around and yeah. like. There's all these scenes that you can just... Does Bumblebee know that she's a transformer? Yeah, they never, they never describe... They never finish talking about that. Because it, it makes it seem... Uh, well, he definitely is like, hey, you shouldn't be with her because you're with Michaela, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But... But anyways. The, <laughs> second, the second conflict they're dealing with is one of the most generic romance... This is like romance <laughs> screenwriting one-on-one. The I love you yeah. conflict. Where they're, they're both arguing with each other over who should say I love you first... And why they are not doing that. Uh-huh. And that's like the arc of the movie. Because at the end when he he quote unquote dies. She says I love you please come back to me. And then he wakes up and he's like I love you. Is <laughs> I was but- listening to the commentary. And it's cutting back between Michael Bay. Talking about all the military stuff. And shooting it and everything. All the technical stuff. Uh-huh. Nothing about the story. Then it, <laughs> it cuts to a separate thing. It's, it's splicing two commentaries together. It goes to Orsi and Kurtzman trying to explain the story and what is happening. Yeah. And they... I, I assume poorly. I have not watched this for, for a while, so I, I could be wrong about this. But what from what I remember, they, they talk a lot about how great that idea was. The I love you conflict. <laughs> and making it sound like it was like the most original thing that anyone had come up with. Right? Yeah. It's, that I mean, is it such, is, right? But it's such an obvious thing to go with. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. then you have it conflicting with the does she want to break up with it? None of it works. Yeah, none of it works. And the I love you thing, like it, it's like they're they're alongside each other. Where the I love you thing is is like in tandem with the uh, breaking up thing. So yeah. it's like that's why she doesn't want or she's starting to try and break. But like they draw off the break, breaking up thing, and then they kind of draw off the I love you thing, and then that comes the very up end, yeah. at the very end. Um, and it's like, why are we talking about any of this? Because there, it, it it basically makes it feel like they were never actually there was never actually any conflict in their relationship. Yeah, is is how it ends up turning out. Like that's what it feels like in the end. Is that like all those stuff, all that stuff was just jokes. And yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. Yeah, they they don't do anything with it. They don't try and like bring them together, which is kind of the same way in the first one, where you know the pretty much once they're together, they're together, and they don't do a whole lot of conflict with that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's... Oh yeah. Uh, just pointing out one stupid thing that happens in this movie. When, when they're doing their, their Skype date, or they're gonna do that, and oh, Shia yeah. at the party, <laughs> and then blonde Decepticon lady hits on him, and then he drives her away with Bumblebee, and then she leaves. Megan Fox at no point chooses to call him or he at no point chooses to tell her that or send her a text that hey i've run into problems i'm going to be late yeah and then and that's supposed to build i guess i guess it's supposed to be like the next day after he loses his mind in rain wilson's class he finally calls her and then she's all mad at him it's like it's like why did you're you're both idiots in this yeah why did you never you're both idiots because because it like shows him walking up to the party at the time when they're supposed to be doing the like, Skype I, call. And he's like, I... Yeah, he's an, he's an like, idiot for going to this party. He's going Why to would party. he want to go with Leo, who <laughs> we've already been shown they do not like each other? Like, it's it's one thing if if they, if they Leo and his, his roommate guys, I guess, pressure him into going. But yeah. then it's like... We don't even see that. Yeah, but then it's like, why did he not just tell Michaela, hey, I'll be late. These yeah. dudes, want, dudes want me to go to a party. Yeah. Like, what? 
Whatever. <laughs> Basically, all of the conflict... They set up, like, all these conflict things, and they all pretty much get resolved to the point where you don't feel like they're going to break up at all within... Or after the scene with the, um... The, the Decepticon lady getting destroyed. After that point, it, it doesn't really... It never really feels like, again, like they are actually in danger of breaking up or anything. So it's like, why... Yeah. Do you resolve this in the first act of the movie? Why do we care? Like, they, they keep bringing up the I love you thing, but it never feels serious. It never feels like a big problem for them. And so it's like, okay. You're literally slow motion running away from death, holding hands. I think you're together. <laughs> I think you're okay. I, I'm just... Yeah. Just saying... Um, <laughs> we we keep bringing up the finale. I I feel like our the next the next best step is just to go with all the different like plot elements that drag out the movie. Because I don't even remember what happens in this movie. I know <laughs> they go to the pyramids. Yeah, <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Um, what what and even that doesn't make sense. What's the first? Uh, what 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 happens right after they they destroy the robot? Which robot? The the, the all of them. No, the the, the, <laughs> the lady robot. Uh, human, human. Oh, um, oh, that's right. One of the Decepticons <laughs> oh. captures them. Fun times. And then dr- picks up their car that they're in, carries them over to like some abandoned warehouse. warehouse yeah. Drops this car from several hundred feet at least in the air, f- straight down. Uh huh. Nose down. It like bursts through a tarp type thing, or it might be like a very like light roof over this warehouse. And it's it like just crashes right into the ground and just smashes. Th- the warehouse is still like. You know, fifty feet tall. So it's yeah. like even if you you argue, oh well, then you know they slow down when they hit the roof. That's still another fifty feet. They fall down, smash nose first into the ground, and they're all fine. Yeah, they don't even have cuts. Or There's barely any damage on the car. Yeah, and it's like what? And How does that work? At that point, you're like, okay, they're all indestructible. They are Fast and Furious characters. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And those are the human characters. Those are the most vulnerable <laughs> people you should be caring about. But I don't. I stopped caring, even though I still find Shia LaBeouf semi-likable. Yeah. Although this movie is doing its darndest to make him (laughs) unlikable. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Yeah, and... and Do we need to talk about the plot? The plot is just nonsense. Well, I was going to say, it's it's not just nonsense. It's nonsense that keeps dragging along this, this just train wreck. Just more and more exposition, even though everything else just doesn't make sense already. Yeah, so... Yeah, like the, um... Uh, the, so they go to find I don't know I don't remember what happens right after that I think is, is they go to find John Turturro yes is that, is that what happens right after that yes. yeah so they all go to try and find John Turturro Leo is still with them for reasons he never does anything for the rest of the movie he um, really doesn't he does yeah, nothing no, for the rest um, of the movie other than well he, he he goes to the Smithsonian and he he does the trick where he's not wearing any pants and he's like hey I gotta make a thumper dumper oh yeah and he keeps and talking it, and he tases the guy yeah, and he, he, he gets himself. a guard to follow him into it the bathroom to tase him the worst and then does Michael Lord. Bay legitimately find this funny I think Michael Bay's like a or is he just trolling everyone I think he's actually like a 13 year old I mean yeah who's, who's creating stuff in but does he find <laughs> it funny that's what I'm saying I think he does because I think he's like Actually, to be fair, he may be immortal and, and has, <laughs> just, has just now gotten to the stage of life where he is. Let me go ahead and say, I was 13 when this movie came out. I found it very entertaining, yeah. and I, I, here. I loved it more than the first movie. I remember walking out of it. I went to go see it with a friend. I was like, that was better than the first movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Shows I how much. Thing. 
shows how much my both critical movies, analysis both, skills both have evolved. Both the first evolved. two movies I loved the first time yeah. I saw them. Um, and no, the, like, so there, there's that whole thing at the Smithsonian. But then, like, so, so they, at the Smithsonian, they find Jetfire, yeah. who is an old Decepticon that, that defected, defected words. Conveniently. Yeah. Because, yeah, so it's like... Well, the best part is that they, they activate him, they reactivate his spark with the, with the shard that they have yeah. of the cube, which gets lost, and they... Uh-huh. Doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> they they reactivate him, then they walk over, and they see the Decepticon sign, it's like, <laughs> didn't you want to just check what, yeah. first for Mark? And then, and then it doesn't matter, because he's actually... He's might as well be an Autobot. Yeah. Autobot. Like, it's a, like, why did you have set up any of that? Why not just make it an Autobot? And then he breaks down the doors of the Smithsonian, and they magically transport to some <laughs> desert... Place that or, is not beside the Smithsonian? Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you mean the... Yeah, when they teleport, yeah. No, no, yeah. I, I was talking about the airfield with the, with the old planes. That's why... That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a desert. Um... It, it turns into a desert when he. It turns out that he can teleport people, and then he just so, leaves them alone. He he leaves. Yeah, then he just disappears for like another hour, um, which sounds like an exaggeration, but it's probably not. But then he conveniently so just shows up at the end. And he's like, "Hey, Optimus, I hate my life. I'm gonna kill myself, and you get all my parts, <laughs> so we can sell more action figures." Okay. Well, I mean, he gets he gets shot first, so I mean, he's like, a, but yeah, stupid. Um, I'm sick of this movie. But yeah, like like <laughs> so it's it's. They need the roommate to find John Turturro. They need, so that all that roommate stuff, the only payoff ever is that he ends up being rivals with Turturro. And then, I like how we have never referred to him as his real name, John Turturro. Simmons. In the movie. That's is that what it is? Yes. Okay. I was about to say, I have no idea. Um, but then, then uh, he take or, so, so, the, does, does, how do they, what do they, how do they find out about Jetfire? Is it the the little robot? The little robot knows the locations of all the older yeah. transformers that have been around for. Where did they find the little robot? <laughs> I need a refresher here. She, he was hunting Megan Fox because he wanted to get the yeah. cube shard because yeah. Shia yeah. LaBeouf gave it to her. Yeah, and then, and then she like tortured him and gave him like Stockholm syndrome <laughs> and made him her so what, personal slave. Why did they need to find John Turturro again? He he does something. They find his bunker underneath oh, the refrigerator. Because no, no, nobody recognizes the symbols that Sam is writing down. Because he's going crazy. He's writing these old. Okay. Trans- the 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 two racist stereotype robots are are like oh that that's old Transformers language. We don't know that. Yeah. And then Leo comes in. And he's like, I know someone who my Robo Warrior who ends yeah. up being yeah. John Turturro. And so then John Turturro is like, you he's need- like, oh, I've got these old photographs of these symbols you've been seeing. This is ancient stuff. Hey, we need to find an old transformer, yeah. which they could have just done if if the the other transformer what? had okay, just been done. Like, the action movie. Why are <laughs> why does it have this many plot points? Yes, yeah, they could have they could have just been like, hey, the small transformer is like, oh, hey, I recognize that. That's old Transformerian. Let's let's go find. They an have old to transformer. find John Turturro just so they can find Jetfire, just so they can find the the pyramids. It's, yes. It's, well, they don't find the pyramids first. They find the the tomb with the place. This is oh oh even better. They find the tomb. This is Jetfire terrible. gives all this expedition about the fallen. They they find the tomb who who is like some old dude who came to Earth and hates people for reasons and uh, now wants to eat the sun for reasons. Um, they, they absorb suns because they need Energon. Yeah, and. Uh, I can't believe so, I just said that out loud. 
So they go they go to the this tomb. I think it's isn't it the same tomb from uh, Indiana Jones the third one? Maybe. I, I think I think it is. Um, some fame. It, it's it's a fairly famous set piece. I'm pretty sure. And uh, they they go there and they're looking for the Matrix of Leadership because that will allow them to revive Optimus Prime so Optimus Prime can defeat the Fallen. I'm pretty sure that is an actual Transformers term, the Matrix of Leadership. Really? Although I think it is not what it is in the movie at all. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, and apparently all the Primes, like, destroyed themselves to guard the Matrix of Leadership. I don't really know why. Because to keep the... it away from the Fallen because the Fallen was too powerful because, hey, we're not going to explain that except only a Prime can defeat him. Oh, and oh, and the Matrix Leadership logic makes no sense either. We'll get to that in a second. Why, why can but... only a Prime de- defeat the... What if Bumblebee, like, snuck up behind him and shot him in the face? No. Plot, plot armor would protect him. What if they dropped a nuke on him? Plot armor would protect him. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept it. Uh, no, they, so, I'll so, allow it. I forget why they needed to keep it away from the Fallen, I guess because it makes them powerful or something. Or we are thinking about this the, way more yeah, than the screenwriters yeah, did, okay? Exactly. Uh, do, is it is it the idea that he uses it to... He's going to use it to power the thing or something? I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and then, Yeah, yeah. He's going to use the Matrix of Leadership to uh, uh, operate the machine that was hidden in the pyramids to... Uh, but but doesn't he song. start operating that without the Matrix of Leadership? I don't think so. Okay. Could Whatever. Could be wrong. <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, so so then they go there and they're like, oh, there's nothing here. And then the two racist robots get into a very convenient brawl for no reason. And then one that, of them... That cracks the wall? One of them gets thrown into the wall and then Bumblebee throws them out. And then they realize that the wall is, is broken and that there's cave behind it. And then they have Bumblebee shoot the wall? Yeah. And it's like, what if that destroys like everything inside? Yeah. Maybe we should just get Bumblebee to like start slowly no, tearing away the wall? That would be logical. <laughs> and, and then and then they get inside and they he finds the Matrix leadership and he picks it up and it like turns into dust and so he gets gets in a bag which I actually liked I, I yeah, like that that's that's fine that but, that was a good like emotional beat where it's like oh well we 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 can't fix this and then Shadow Wolf's like I don't I don't care I, and then he puts it into a sock he puts all the, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fairy dust into a sock and so and so they go and then they run across the desert and we see the pyramids in the background of at one point where they're running and it's like why where are they no 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 that's before that oh was that before they yep. find the temple when they're entering Egypt for the first time yep. and this is like 20 minutes before they, they know to go to the pyramids there's a there's a, a, a wide shot of them driving and the pyramids are just in the background yep. like just a couple of miles away and it's like I feel like this this little shot was pulled from a, a scene that's supposed to take place later. Yep, that would make sense. And then, oh, and then uh, Jetfire gives them a prophecy about things. Why is there prophecies? And we don't know where this prophecy came from, or what, but it's about how to. What is it about? Where they're where the fallen will like enact his machine is what D- they're trying to figure it out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm trying. I am so cynical at this point. I'm, doing I'm my done. Best. Um, Once again, if you like this movie, more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the Fallen takes the Matrix, and they go, or, or not the Fallen. Uh, they take the Matrix, and they go, and they they for some reason dropped off in Miss Prime's corpse in the middle of a battlefield, and they they have all this tension about how to get there, and his parents are there for some reason, and all the the military guys are fighting, and there's airdrops, and there's just all sorts of stuff happening, and all the cinematography is still pretty bad. Oh, I guess. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use this as a, as a point to mention. There is one nice, nice 
bit of cinematography that I really enjoy, a bit of like CGI, um, which is how Optimus Prime dies. Uh, he right after they get taken to the warehouse. I, now I remember what happens in between the warehouse. They, they get taken. No, they get, they go to the warehouse <laughs> and then and then they leave and and like all the Autobots. Our Optimus Prime saves saves them in the nick of time, which happens so much in these movies. Where some there's so much. Oh my God! Our our main heroes are about to die, and then somebody just swoops in and saves. And then the and then the enemy like pauses to stare at them. And this happens yeah. so many. So times. We should have kept a counter. We, we should have yeah. kept a counter. Um, and and basically, uh, Optimus Prime saves them, and then he fights all fights all these auto or all the uh, or all the all the Autobots show up actually. Then Optimus Prime takes all the the main human protagonists out of the way. And and drives them off, and then he fights all the Decepticons. Yeah. And then uh, is it Megatron that ends up? One of them ends up killing. Yeah. Him. Megatron, Megatron ends up shanking him and in there, the back. There is some legitimately cool shots in there with yeah. with the the fighting in like a forest, and it, it looks really nice. I I do really enjoy some of that. But um, the forest fight scene is probably the best looking of all. Of yeah. It. Yeah. And then uh, Optimus Prime dies, and then all the Autobots who just disappeared after they showed up in the warehouse show back up. No, but, like, they, but even then they're like, oh, we got to retreat now. Yeah. Sh- shouldn't they be like, oh, Optimus, our leader just died. Hey, we're going to kill all of or, you. Or shouldn't... Or shouldn't Especially Decept- since we've been and, shown but, all but, the Transformers are violent sociopaths. Yes, correct. But, like, <laughs> both sides retreat. Yeah. And it's like, well, shouldn't the Decepticons be like, all no. right, we killed their strongest guy, no. we should attack them. No, the script says <laughs> the scene is over. The scene yes. is over. yes. And so they they go. We don't want our audience to get action fatigue. That's now, true. Do we? That's true. That would be just terrible. Cut so, to an hour later. You and I are we're like bleeding out our eyes. <laughs> like make it stop. So so we go back, and then Sam uses the Matrix on Optimus, and it doesn't work, right, or something. No, he saves him. No, no, no. But but how does it work? Is it that he? No, no, no. Okay, so he's running. He he gets separated from Megan Fox because he's like, okay, I'm gonna make a straight straight run to, to Optimus, yeah. and there's like a whole like uh, drone attack strike thing and yeah. big explosions, yeah, yeah, yeah. spectacle, uh-huh. pretty lights, uh-huh. and and Megatron just shows up behind him and shoots him, and he violently gets thrown into the air and dies, and then he goes into Robot Heaven. Yeah. And, they say, and all the primes are like... And your destiny has always been to resuscitate Optimus yeah, Prime. Yeah, something like that. You are the protagonist of this movie. <laughs> if only. Okay, here you go. Here's a life token. And then he wakes up and he's like, I love you to Megan Fox. And then the, the, the dust that was falling out of his hand because he dropped yeah. the sock, it, it just forms back into, into because, the Matrix. Because they say... The Matrix of Leadership... You you earned it. Is earned, not taken. But then why did they have to hide it from the Fallen in the first place? If this is the whole MacGuffin thing, like, that was really important. Why did they have to hide it if he could never earn it? Because he's They show at one point it's in his hands. Yeah. And even after that, once he resuscitates Optimus, the Fallen just shows up out of nowhere and just takes it and goes to activate the pyramid. Yeah. Like, what? What? (laughs) Um, It makes... No, no sense. And then uh, they they bomb the the or the navy bombs artillery bombs shells. The, okay, the pyramids, the pyramids are nowhere near the coast of Egypt. Okay, there are shots of, of little of groups of soldiers showing up on the beach and just running up the shore. 
I'm fine with with the part with the, the ship in the water that shoots the mega. Yeah, weird, yeah, because you know it's a long distance. The weird laser cannon yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's fine. Yeah. But they show a shot of like little <laughs> little boats carrying like small squads of so, sho- uh, shoulders. shoulders soldiers up to the shore. You're gonna have to be running a while before you make it to the battlefield. I'm sorry, guys. They'll <laughs> <laughs> get there. It's yeah. And, and did so they, nobody think this through? <laughs> no, they didn't. And uh, Optimus, uh, sh- or Optimus, gets the parts from Jetfire, and then he brutally murders the Fallen. And it's it's, and then the Megatron and Starscream are like, "Oh crap!" And then they run, they run away. And it's all terrible looking. Because <laughs> they keep blocking half the shot with like pillars. Yeah. In this in the this village place, the CGI. Is substantially. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Substantially lower not, than quality. Yeah, this the 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 way that's shot mostly is because the same, it but... just looks like a lot of it is rushed, uh-huh. so it needs like a couple of more go throughs from the animators yeah. before it looks like yeah. it should. Particularly when he kills the fallen, like he punches him in the chest, uh-huh. like that. That did not look good to me at all. Yeah, there, there's a lot of moments like that where you're like, and the yeah, camera yeah, work, they should have they should have taken the camera work. work still for the most part is very. Shoddy, Sh- shaky cam, like we're yeah, shooting too like close, a documentary. Way too close. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's not good. Um, Once again, we can't even enjoy it on that superficial level. Mm-hmm. Like we're having problems with that. So, what is there to like in this movie? Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I think that just about covers it. You, if, if there's anything else you can think of, but like, we yeah, didn't even mention the soldiers, like Josh Duhamel and Tyrese. What Gibson. did they do? Their their expositions. Uh, I can't talk. Their their exposition fodder. They they talk to the president's liaison guy who who is just a total incompetent tool, and he's like, "We're shutting Nest down. You guys, you're all oh, fools yeah. for working with the Autobots, even though they've done everything they can to fight for us." Whatever. Yeah. And then they just force him out of an airplane with a parachute, and then he's out of the movie. Oh yeah. Probably died. We never see him again. No, no, we do. do we, there's do a we, part where he's on the ground and he's talking to some. I, I think he's talking to Egyptians. Oh yeah, there's like a, a weird like. And he's like, "No, I am from the United States." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And obviously, they don't speak a word of English, so they're just confused. And yeah, yeah, it's terrible. What is what is the gag with the um the the HR or the the operator guy? Operator guy. That when I can't remember what. Oh, is that the first movie? Did we did we forget to mention the first? That oh, was that's one of the, the gags best. That that's the best gag in the first movie when Josh Duhamel's in the desert and they're fighting the scorpion and he has to call. Oh for, yeah, 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 that's for right. backup. And it, it they show like a guy who who's in one of the, the little booths, I guess. Yeah. You know, just connecting phone lines. And he's like, "Sir, I'm sorry, it's, uh, yelling into the phone is not going to speed this up." <laughs> and it's like talking all. really slowly. Of course, he's got to be like an Indian stereotype yeah. Yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Um, like they give him the thickest Indian accent possible. Is <laughs> Michael Bay. Anyway, Reds. That was an aside. Um, no, but yeah, there, there's. <sighs> we're retroactively doing a, a, a soft review of the, the yeah, first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're realizing, or we're we're saying why we did it, why we weren't as harsh on it, because it's like it can get so much worse. <laughs> um, hey, remember when you had some fun? Yeah, now you don't get any of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's it's just such a meandering time waste with nothing. Uh, I I should mention uh, a few a few more key key wrap up things that I forgot about that are uh, 
and our, our, our good little little weird moments or jokes that, that I feel we need to mention the um uh, what 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 is it the out, they're outside of the Smithsonian with Jetfire yeah and this is what I was talking about earlier with the the pretty much the only reference we get to to Shia LaBeouf being with the Transformer lady uh the little robot oh, hum, starts humping God. Megan Fox's leg there's always got to be something like that that you're just like why like that goes way too far. Not like the rest of the movie doesn't already go pretty far, but like just goes way too like what is this? And Shia LaBeouf's like, really, you're gonna let that happen to yeah. you right now? And then Megan Fox is like, at least he's faithful, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of you are likable right now. You do realize then, that, right? Well, there's that, and that's also the last re- reference we have to them coming anywhere close to breaking up. So that yeah. that moment's fine. That that's the end of that. That's that's the send off for that. <laughs> um, and then also. I got two more things to Come mention. On. Can I mention both the little the little robot who's humping her leg and one of the, the racist stereotypes? I don't remember yeah. mud flappers, kids or what. They're voiced by the same guy who voices SpongeBob. So whenever I hear them, it's just like the most perverse version of yeah. SpongeBob yeah. I can imagine, and it just yeah. disturbing. It a good ruins way to put it. my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, no, and I, I was going to say uh, two two more more final things. Uh, it is it is funny because in the first one. They say they're dropping Megatron into the Laurentian Abyss. Oh, yeah. And they specifically say it will freeze him. And also the pressure, because it is so deep, will crush him. Yeah. And then, no. and then he's just sitting. He just, they just have his corpse sitting at the bottom of the ocean. And, and, and all the, the all the Decepticons go to find him. At and the they're the fine. They just also, reactivate his spark. The Decepticons spend a lot of time just shooting out from places. The, not the Decepticons who can fly. Just random Decepticons just shoot onto random places. For... I don't know how. I don't know how we're supposed to assume they just, like, crash down as meteors, but it's like the same Decepticons do this multiple times, and it's like, what, what, what? Whatever. What, um, what gives the Fallen the special ability to teleport? Why can't anybody else do that? Well, the, the Jetfire can, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. Do you have to be, like, an old Transformer? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's a lost art, okay? <laughs> just like making Transformers movies. Um... <laughs> Last, last, oh. good, good note to end on here. Good, good final, final point. It's that point kind to of make. conversation. Yes. Good final point to make. I, I have a, a quote here that, that we both very much enjoyed that uh, I think I should mention. Uh, John Turturro, when Jetfire is giving all this exposition about, yes. about yes. Like, the, the Fallen and the Primes and the Tomb of the Primes. This might this. be the my favorite bit of dialogue in any movie <laughs> ever made. John Turturro just says... Let's not get episodic, old-timer. Beginning, middle, end. Facts, details, condense, plot, tell it. <laughs> what? Condense. Michael Bay, what are you... <laughs> what? I, I, this is... This is just watching all four of them now and having this perspective. Yeah. I think this is the beginning of him trolling everyone. Yeah. This feels like the, the biggest thing you can point to that shows that Michael Bay knows exactly what he's doing and he's just doesn't give a crap because it's easy and it's fun for him. Like, it's 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 insane. I like, think it's more of just a test. He's like, what are they going to let me get away with? I a doll or a little robot humping Megan Fox's leg? Oh, Shia LaBeouf's mother's going to do pot brownies? Yeah. Why? Yeah. No, exactly. It's It's insane. Um... And that's that's just, we both watched that. I want to see Michael Bay do a Beavis and Butthead movie. <laughs> that's and then make it like a huge action blockbuster. Oh lord! 
He'd ruin it. Probably find <laughs> He'd find some way to ruin he'd, it. He'd make it the perfect action movie, and the jokes would just be would just there would it wouldn't be funny at all. Yeah. He'd 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 take out all the stupid humor. It would all be like super like convolute or co- super complex plot lines. You yeah. Know, like he turned it into like a Nolan movie. <laughs> it's it's the Dark Knight of of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, no, just, no, exactly. It's 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 mind blowing. It really is. Um, yeah. do we want to go ahead and give our, our final scores? Yeah, F. It's in a in a. Here comes the sequel first. <laughs> I am going to give this movie the historic rating of F minus. It's that bad. You think I'm wrong? Go watch it again. It's that bad. Go watch it again to make sure you're actually because where we talked about in the first one how you can turn you can't really turn off your brain because it's still too stupid and the action is not good enough. That's amplified so much more. It's it's longer. It's more bloated. It's even there's, dumber. It's even dumber. There's less funny stuff. There's there's less action. Less good action. Less. I mean, it's just it's insane. It's it's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. Um. See, I I don't think I'll be watching either this one or the first one. No, I'm trying to find a way to justify not giving it an F minus. <laughs> More so than I think the score of F minus is ridiculous, but you know that. So no, whatever. I, I I was set on that the moment we finished the movie. Yeah. The moment the credits are rolling, I'm like, that's what I got. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't differentiate between F plus and F minus. It's just an F. No, this, this you're not supposed to obviously. Yeah. But the, but with me, it's it's this is the type of thing. You turn into Michael Bay. You're trolling everyone now. Pretty much. <laughs> No, this is the type of thing where it's like it's it's so just just it's so cynical, it's so pandering. It's not it's just bad. It's it's bad trying really hard to be good with a really maybe not trying really hard. That's that's giving too much credit. It's bad trying to be good with so much money and 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 you know creative control given that there is no excuse for this just just suck so horribly that, that yeah that's true. that's uh, there are other movies i can say that about, there are other movies i can say differently as far as like the we'll, we'll get to them at some point we'll get to some movies that that i think are are failures I mean, but are not to the extent. just think about it, like this very same year the star trek movie came out which was co-written by orsi and kurtzman mm-hmm. the same guys and that movie, you know, say what you will about it. If you're a Star Trek fan, yeah. you're probably not a huge fan of it. But say what you will, it is a much better action movie. It's a competent movie. Yeah, it's more than competent. It's it's. I mean, I it's, I, I personally like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. How do you have that same setup? That exact same setup. It's the same studio, Paramount. Oh, really? Yeah. Even better. How do you have the exact same setup? Although, also the same year, GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra came out. Also, a Hasbro Paramount thing. <laughs> Less said about that, the better. That's probably it's, it's, it's better than this. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Maybe we should stop trying to turn out live action, huge budget movies about toys. Or we should get competent, because, creative. Pe- well, that's what I was going to say. Imaginations. Is, instead, you should this. give it to like someone who cares yeah. and, and you know is a fan and like wants to make something that's that's you know compelling and <laughs> and maybe just tick the tick the budget back again, make them make them work for it a little bit and. And and see if you can get that down first before you just throw who knows how much this this movie cost. I don't, the numbers are out there somewhere. I don't feel like looking them up because I don't want to know. <laughs> it, it it'll just make you cry yourself to sleep Correct. at night more so than usual. Um, <laughs> any, anything else you got to say? Any closing remarks? I think we just about covered. Uh, I'm brain dead right now. I just I'm... <laughs> I know this is a very a very uh, cynical podcast we got here, but. Uh, 
Once again, this is this is about. Once a... again, I feel I have to say this again. If you like the movie, that's fine. Yeah. We're, we're you not, probably got your reasons. We're not trying to hurt your feelings. <laughs> you don't need to send a comment to us saying, "Hey, you're idiots. This movie's amazing." Yeah. You're not going to hurt our feelings either. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's it's, it's fine. It's, it, it's... If you can come up with oh, with some reasons, like like you know, very precise reasons as to why this movie mm-hmm. is great. Mm. Other than that action scene looked pretty cool. <laughs> but it didn't. Or like that was pretty funny. Yeah, and, and when that's, the dogs that's... were humping each other. <laughs> this movie was made for kids. It's probably. Probably. I, I, That'd be great if this movie was just rated R. I mean, I'd be better. <laughs> um yeah, I, I think I think we just about covered it. I'm, it's, it's dead inside yeah yeah feel the same way this is about the this this theoretically should be the lowest we get for for a while as far as as far as these type as far as just bad movies go we'll see uh, I'm making some I, faces I, I, over I, there I don't know about that oh man we, we've got some stuff coming up on our schedule I don't know we'll see we'll get there um, I, I, I just want to go sleep forever <laughs> now and that sounds like a good plan yeah, I don't think I'll ever be watching these again now that we're done with them. There, there's one of the last two I would consider watching again. Yeah. You gotta tune in to find out which one, though. <laughs> Alright, so uh, I guess I guess we're done. I, thank you if you were able to yeah. get through all that. I, I know it was it was work for us, so <laughs> we were, it was probably we were, hell for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah um... I would, I would reckon... I, this is, this, this is enough. It's, it's very long, but it, it is, uh... The type of movie you can make is so a so bad as good movie as far as if you if you had the right so, type of people making see, fun of it. The sad thing is we probably haven't even you know started listing off all the problems with it. No, like we've probably just scratched the surface. We got the big ones, but yeah, there's there's so many little things that you just keep noticing. You're like, why? Like we could almost do a commentary just every ten seconds. Like, <laughs> no, isn't that stupid? Is. Isn't that wrong? Wait, and, what and, was and that? In that in that sense, I think it would be a lot. Of, I th- I think that's the only way I can rec- recommend it is if. You think you if you're the type of person who's had fun doing stuff like that before, and you particularly if you love the the drinks that are of the alcohol variety. Oh yeah, or or drugs that are of the weed variety, perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, that it's I I don't know what else to to say about it. It's it's not. I own no. this movie. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. And on that depressing note... That really just sunk in for me. I, owned, I paid money for this. Dear God, hopefully you didn't. Hopefully you, Yours. Hopefully you illegally downloaded it, even though I'm not saying you should illegally download this. I'm saying you should just steer clear. <laughs> yeah, just, just... It's not because we don't condone pirating. It's because we don't condone you pirating this movie. No, I'm kidding. Don't pirate. It's bad, probably. Uh... <laughs> All right, thanks for thanks for listening everyone. We'll uh, see you again next week. Next week will be Dark of the Moon. Thanks yes. for watching.